After Zechariah's tongue is freed, he proclaims his song of praise, which is the gospel for tomorrow's final mass before Christmas. He proclaims this canticle, which, as a priest, I pray every morning. And one of the lines is, In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us, to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. To shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death. I want to tell you a story from a retreat I had many years ago, which really speaks to this place of darkness and why Christ came. On retreat, I was meditating on hell, which in many saints' spiritual exercises, that's often part of their beginning days of retreat. You meditate on hell because you don't want to be there. You think about the punishment of hell, the agony of hell, uh, so that you can more fully experience what it means for Christ to, to save us from that possibility of human life, which before Christ came was an inevitability for, for us all. So, like St. Ignatius would have us do, I tried to put myself in a position to meditate upon that, which would be most helpful. And so in my dorm room where I was staying on this retreat, there was a, a bathroom, a, a big one, and like no light got in. So I went inside the bathroom, and for an hour, I just sat in there with the lights off, thinking about the darkness of hell, the isolation of hell, the complete lack of any joy. And it was a hard hour of prayer. It was scary. I didn't want to pray that way for a whole hour, but I knew I was called to. So finally, you know, minute 60 comes, and I'm like, okay, I can't wait to get out of here. So um, I open the door, light shines in, and the first thing I see as I leave the bathroom is just the blank dorm wall, and there's a power outlet, a plug, you know, an outlet on the wall, and I almost started crying. Because here was something that had shape, it had form, it, it existed, I could look at it, it was real. Like the simplest thing of like a wall outlet, something that's not in the darkness, I was so overcome by, like tears. Not like a human being, not like a beautiful sunrise, a power outlet gave me such joy compared to being in the darkness of total abandonment by God. You know, when we come to Christmas and we think about why Christ came, sometimes we kind of have a, maybe a worldly perception of like, you know, Jesus came because he wanted to give us a better life and good things and want us to be happy, and it's, it's all true, but we kind of lose the sense that without Jesus, we will be condemned to an eternity of darkness and hell. And if we forget about that bad news of our human state without Jesus, then we can't really receive the good news as we should. If Christ is the Savior, what's he saving us from? If he's the Redeemer, what's he have to buy us back from? He buys us back. He saves us from the darkness of hell. We praise our Redeemer for this. We should praise him each and every day. The first reading from Malachi talks about the coming messenger of the Messiah. This is about John the Baptist. And it says, God says, I will send you Elijah the prophet. And Jesus says, and John the Baptist, Elijah has come. I will send him to you before the day of the Lord, the great and terrible day. 
lest I come and strike the land with doom. Lest I come and strike the land with doom. That's not a bad translation, but really this is talking about the ban, the harem, when God commanded in the Old Testament to wipe out the foreign nations and to leave not a single thing living. It's saying, I'm going to send you this prophet before the Lord comes, lest I come and utter a decree of complete destruction upon this land. There it is again, without God's intervention, without our Savior coming in the flesh, without the help of John the Baptist, his final prophet and herald, that's what we would face. Complete and utter destruction. But thanks be to God for the loving kindness of our Savior, who came to us to save us, not because our deeds deserved it, but because he loved us. Because he pitied us and seeing his creation falling into utter darkness. He has saved us from this. He has made us children of the Father. He has allowed us to, in this world, to not only live in the light, but to have the light of God within us wherever we shall go. Let us honor and worship the Lord today and give him thanks at this altar that he has changed our fate, he has transformed our destiny. And we're now destined to live in the eternal splendor and the eternal light of heaven.